The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. A man in today's world wants support and guidance when tackling life's problems, but many times we feel that we need to keep our heads high and just deal with it. You know, that's not always the way to handle the issues. Now, there's Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. From health issues to family, workplace, sports, and more, we're here to provide a frank and open discussion of the topics men need to hear. Now, here's your host, Carl Bobo. What's happening, Funder World? Funder World, how you doing out there? I know somebody's on on the program saying, hey, what do you mean, Funder World? About Funder Men. But I say this. Because fundamen are popping up all across the globe. And that's a good thing. I'm telling you, that's, that's a beautiful thing uh, when you see pockets across the world that uh, fundamen are popping up at. I'm looking forward to uh, one day having a fundamen conference and bring all of you powerful fundamen together under one roof. You know, I think we do something like that. It'd be like that old song. That was out there said the roof, the roof, the roof is on fire. Because if you think about it, Fundaman, you know, we, we kind of like logs in a fireplace. And when one log is on fire, it gets close to another and it causes the other log to get on fire as well. And uh, that touches another and on and on and on. And next thing you know, what happens? The whole fireplace is on fire. And I think that's what fundamentals is all about. We're trying to provide men a forum to express themselves, to provide men a forum to, to get support and to get encouragement. That's what we're about. And if life has gotten the best of you and, and you are a little bit down uh, uh, one of those, as we call men down, then there's fundamen out there that will be there to pick you up. And fundamen, when you're out there, uh, wherever you reside in, wherever you are across this beautiful world that we live in, if you run across another man out there that you see is, is hurting, that you see is lost and confused, that you see needs some encouragement, allow your flame from your log to help ignite a fire in their lives. Because one thing that I, I've learned is we, we all in this, uh, this thing together. There, there's, there's no I and there's you. No, we are all fundamental. We're all in this life together. We're all trying to navigate this thing that we call life, looking for solutions, looking for ways, looking for help, looking for guidance, looking for assistance. So, uh, again, do what you can to help somebody else out. That's what life's all about. To those of you that are our guests, uh, we say welcome to Funda 
mentos. And I place the emphasis on the men. And you say, why? Because the show, uh, this is, it's about where, it's about men. It's, it's where we are. But at the same time, we spread a little bit of love around that as a benefit for all. And we've gotten some emails and different things that have come through from time to time to let us know that not only is our show beneficial to men, but we have a lot of ladies that have gotten on the call and uh, listened to the radio and stuff like that because they felt that has been beneficial to them. So we say welcome to you all. Uh, I am your host, Carl Bobo. Hey, look here, before we get into uh, our topic of discussion today, I want to just share something with you. Hey, look here, my parents dropped in uh, on me yesterday, uh, a surprise visit here to Northern California, and it's always good to see my parents. So it's just just truly uh, got me in a different space uh, just to be around them. Uh, and I definitely, definitely appreciate them. And look, I, I recognize that I am fortunate and blessed to have both of my parents uh, alive, uh, together, uh, and in uh, involved in my life and my children and, and things of that nature. So it's certainly good to have them uh, here visiting with us uh, for a few days. And I tell you what, Fundamental, I'm, I'm going to give you a free commercial right here before we get into our talk and uh, then we'll, we'll launch into it. But but I want to remind us as fundamental, rather, uh, of something that I think is important because as I saw my parents, uh, it, it kind of reminded me. We need to understand that no matter how old we are as fundamental, we are still our parents' child. You're still your parents' son. And, and, and I'm, I say that because I want to make sure that we understand that uh, our parents deserve, in most cases, honor and respect. And I want you to hear this. And look, I understand there's some, some, some circumstances out there in the world that uh, some of you may disagree because of your own particular circumstances, but, but that's not necessarily the norm. In most cases, I want you to understand our parents deserve honor and respect. Now, am I going to say that you're going to always agree with everything that they say? No, fundamental. That's not even realistic because come on, man, I don't agree with everything that I say. Sometimes I say something or do something. And I look at myself and say, Carl, that was dumb. You know, so, so you're not going to always agree with everything, but they still deserve honor and respect. After all, they sacrificed a whole lot for us fundamental to be able to get to where we are in life. And in most cases, they simply did the best that they could with the knowledge and experience that they had. And it's no different than we who our fathers do with our own children. I mean, look, there was no book and manual for me to understand what raising my sons was all about. I mean, there's a whole lot of things that you just do through trial and error. You don't get it out of a book. You don't get it on a, um, from a radio program. You may not get it from a TV program. Some things you learn just through growing through the experience. And I tried to do the best that I could do with my sons. And my goal is that 
they will do the best that they can do with their children uh, when that time comes. But you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to do some things differently. And I'm sure they can say that even about me. But I hope that they respect me enough and understand that even my mistakes, I had good intentions involved and, and had their best interests in mind. Because that's what parents do. So that that's my uh, commercial or infomercial uh, that has been brought to you today by your host, Carl Bobo of Fundamentals. <laughs> All right. I, hey, lucky. I appreciate you guys. Let me just throw that in right there uh, just for a moment. Now, let's get to the topic of today. I got something I want us to talk about, and I think it's important. Now, the topic of today that we're going to use to launch this thing is take it up a notch. Let me say that again. Take it up a notch. And let me see if you got, if I can get you where I want you. Okay. My, uh, my oldest son tells this, this story and it's kind of comical from his perspective because he's, he, he, he says it smirking and everything else, but he tells this story about when he was playing high school football that in the middle of the game, he would look over to the sidelines and see me with my palm, the palm of my hands raised up toward the sky and I'm shoving my hands upward. And the meaning uh, of it to him was that he needs to take his game to a higher level. He needs to to increase his activity. He needs to play harder and, and, and go and, and give it uh, an even greater effort. And where he's funny with that is, is he says, you know, the funny part was that he was already having a great game and he looked over there and I'm sitting up here pushing my hands up saying, take it even to another level. And he said to me one day laughing that in his mind, while he was out there on the football field, he would be saying, what the heck? And at least that's what he told me. He said, what the heck now? Um, I don't know if that's exactly the ver- verbiage he used, but he told me, he said, what the heck? I can't play any harder than I'm playing right now. I play both ways and on special teams. I mean, what what, what, what does he want? <laughs> and, you know, fundamental. I, I I was not one of those parents that, you know, really drove my children beyond what they could do. But But he also did have a point. Because I would be doing that, and I really didn't care how well he had been playing. But I wanted him to dig a little deeper and to leave it all on the field. I mean, I wanted him to give it all that he had because that's how I was taught. Do it to the best of your abilities or don't do it. Now, some of you may be listening to this program, and you might think that that's a little bit of cruel. But I beg to differ with you, differ with you. Because I have film, I have evidence that shows after I would do that, that he would always find some inner strength and score another touchdown, find some inner strength and find a way to make another a, a, a defensive stop to make a good tackle or, uh, or something, a big play during the game. Because see, fundamentally, see, what, what he didn't know then, but he surely knows now, 
is that there is always another level that we can go up to. Y'all need to hear me on this. Sometimes either we don't realize that there's another level that we can go, or we need someone to encourage us and someone to inspire us to go a little bit deeper than even we feel that we can go. Now we were, you know, fundamentally, I know fundamentally, we, we, we're active and uh, doing a lot of different things in society. And you understand there are thousands and thousands of stories out there of people who have surprised themselves and accomplishing things that they never thought they could. Why? Because somebody saw something in them that they didn't even see themselves and challenged them to take it up a notch, to take it up to a different level and inspired them to to dig a little deeper and push a little harder. Look here, Funda Man. You know, I, I... I, I work out on a regular basis because I'm, you know, I, I believe in taking care uh, of the body. I think that's important. We only have one, and we want to minimize, you know, health issues. But uh, I work out on a regular basis, and I work out with a personal trainer. Now, let me let me let me keep this real with you. You know, we got to be transparent now. Now, the personal trainers they do a good job, and they do get me to do more than I would do on my own. All of that is true. They do, again, they do a good job and they get me to do more than I would do on my own. But here's the real truth. Now, fundamental, I'm going to tell you this, but you got to keep this one between you and I. You can't let this one out and tell nobody because this word will get back to them and it will get me. So, so here's what I'm going to tell you. This is between you and I. The truth of the matter is, no matter how hard that they have pushed me, I can still go a little harder. <laughs> see, see, uh, don't, don't tell them now. Because see, they, 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 they push. And they push me to what they perceive as my limit. But if I'm being transparent, if I'm being realistic here, the reality of it is I can even still take it up a little higher. I can take it up a notch. I can do a little bit more that I have. And that's how we all are. Fundamental, I hope you're listening to me today. I know some of you are listening right now to this program and and uh, are actually even performing right now at a high level. Some of you that are listening to this program are, have, have already are doing exceptional things in your life, in your business life, in your personal life, that you, you're working at a high pace and doing some great things. But I'm asking you to be honest right quick. And if you are honest with yourself, guess what? You can push a little harder. Come on, we're keeping it real today. No matter, no, no matter what pace you're running, running at, if you are honest with yourself, you could still push a little harder. So my challenge to all fundamentals today and even our guests that are out there, that as you look at your life and everything that you're involved in, take it up a notch. You can still get more. There's more out of you than you are getting, than you are displaying. You're, you're working hard. You're, you're running hard. You, you got so many irons in the fire. 
and you and you feel like you just don't have any more to give, but you know what? You can give more. And we got to challenge ourselves to take it up a notch. You know, Fundaman, have you ever kind of felt overwhelmed? Like, like kind of like when I say overwhelmed, I'm talking about like, like your whole world is, is, is falling apart. You know, my, my good friend, uh, Dr. Doug Spencer, uh, in his book, uh, Live Well Between your, your Ears, he describes it this way. When the demands on your time and ability and patience and damn near everything else has you immobilized. Fundamental, you out there with me today? Can you feel me? I know we've all been there before because we've got so many things going on in life. And there, in, in reality of it is, you understand the issues. Oh, we understand all the issues. We understand uh, what needs to be done. We understand all of the things that, that it would take to accomplish the goal. But the truth of the matter is, you just sometimes you get to the point, you say, man, I, I just don't know if I have it in me to do what I actually know needs to be done. And when you get to this state of mind, you know, you, you're tempted to just say, screw it. You know, this, it, it and, but, but you know you can't do that because depending upon what it is, you still got to get the stuff done. You still got to make it happen. You know, if we were doing a text message right now, that's where you put that SMH shake in my head because you, we've all been there before. And see, that's the point of our talk today. That irregardless, you have to figure out a way to rise to the occasion. You have to find a way to take it up a notch. You have to find a way to to what I call GSD, get stuff done. My son and I, uh, the same son who who tells this this story about taking it up a notch with me, and he and I've got a little statement the saying that we do all the time with each other. It just says GSD, and you can you can use the SI you want to do. I say, I say get stuff done. I'll use the the uh, the nice way of saying it. But well, the bottom line is, what we're saying is, no, nobody want to hear any excuses. Get it done. Get stuff done. Oh, I understand that you got to do this, 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 and that. Doesn't matter. Get stuff done. Oh, I understand your schedule is tight and the demands on your schedule are something and you're trying to juggle uh, work and you're trying to juggle the wife and you're trying to juggle the children and you're trying to juggle some time with your boys and everything else. You know, hey, you want me to play the violin? No, get stuff done. GSD, it doesn't matter. Just make it happen. Handle your business. A psychologist out there by the name of uh, John Elliott and in his book on overachievement, he proposes some ideas about taking it up a notch. And watch this, his counterintuitive suggestions actually make sense. First thing he says, he says is, don't get hung up on goals. Go beyond them. Let me say that again. Come on, taking it up a notch. Don't get hung up on goals, but go beyond them. The late, great Michelangelo said, the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it. 
but that it is too low and we reach it. Are you hearing me? Because see, most of us set our goals too low. So, so don't get hung up on goals. Go beyond them. Elliot goes on to say, don't work hard at your job. He says, play at it and pursue heart pounding, really big difference making ideas. Have some fun with it. Go for the gusto. Take it up or not. I remember as a young, uh, young dude coming out of college, man, I started working at IBM and went in there first got there, man, I didn't even... I didn't even own a suit. Had to call my parents to get me, uh, since they were loaning me, give me some money, give me a couple of suits. I bought two suits and five white shirts, a gray suit and a blue suit. And I'd wear the gray suit on Monday, and then the next day I'd wear the blue pants with just a shirt. Then I'd come back, and then I'd wear the gray slacks with just a shirt. Then I'd come back and wear my blue suit. See, I was mixing and matching so that I could get through the week. But I had all of these people there that had a whole lot more experience than I did. And, and when they gave me my job description and everything I was supposed to do, the first thing I did was I picked out the biggest, most impactful item there. And I went for it. And I went for it. It, it saved the company $10 million. Let me hear you hear. Let me make sure we hear this now. And the branch manager pulled me into his office. He said, hey, man, I want you to become a marketing rep right now. He said, we underestimated your talent. Because what I'm trying to tell you is that don't work at your job, play at it and pursue heart pounding, really big difference making ideas. Elliot goes on and says, and, and, and I told you now some of the things he says is counterintuitive. So check this out. He says, put all of your eggs in one basket. <laughs> now, no, we've always heard it the opposite way. Don't do that. But listen to his, 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 his reasoning. He says, put all of your eggs in one basket. Because he says, if you really want to win the race, you can only ride one horse. Now, that's pretty doggone deep right there. That's a fact. You can only ride one horse. So put all your eggs in one basket. He says, he, he's worked with many uh, successful people. And he says, they, they only focus on what they can control. They operate on a, a trust mindset, which means that they trust their abilities and experience and they go for it. So, so fundamentally, we might feel the need to rest, but that's not the way to meet the challenges of today and the challenges of life. I want to challenge you to get knee deep in the pressure. Quit overanalyzing and put your mind in drive and hit the gas pedal. Take it up a notch. GSD, let's get stuff done. Hey, look here, we need to take a break uh, right quick, and then we'll be right back. You're listening to Carl Bobo on the Empowerment Channel of Voice America. We'll see you back in just a moment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. This is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. Welcome back, Fundamental. Welcome back. Look here, we appreciate you as we continue our talk on basically taking it up a notch. And what I'd like to do in, in, in the remaining part of our program, this, this next section, I want to kind of give you a picture of what uh, overachievers or those who have mastered the ability to take it up a notch actually look like uh, and what they do differently than the rest of the people. And then in our last section, our man down will kind of show you how to become an overachiever or one that actually does it. But, but in this section, let's just look at, you know, how, how do they do it? You know, what does that, what do they really look like? How do they look differently than other people uh, out there? So if, if you're not driving and you're sitting at your desk somewhere at home uh, uh, and you can take notes, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a few uh, items here that you can think about. Those that are successful overachievers and, 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 and who really take it up a notch in life do things differently, I said. So one thing that they do is they know how to manage their time. Now, let me say that again. They know how to manage their time. Simply put, Fundaman, you can't become an overachiever if you don't know how to organize your time efficiently. Uh, I hope you all are with me on that. Again, you can't become an overachiever if you don't know how to organize your time efficiently. Second thing, and, and we all need to hear this, you know, those that take it up a notch and are really overachievers in life, they don't spend hours watching TV or playing computer games. Somebody says, well, wait, what do you mean? Why not? Because they have better things to do. That's as simple as I can put it. You know, we, we live in this great world out here. and It's full of wonderful things to to try and wonderful things to explore and and great things out there for us to experience. Let me tell you something. TV is not one of them. So you got to, if you want to be an overachiever and if you want to take it up a notch, you got to turn that, what I call that idiot box off sometimes. 
Number three, they, they you know, overachievers and, and those that mastered that taking it up a notch, they, they're obsessed with perfection. I mean, there's, there's a strong correlation between being a perfectionist and an overachiever. And we need to understand this can spill over into all aspects of life from the workplace to uh, parenting, uh, being the perfect spouse and keeping the perfect home, all that kind of stuff. But but, but those that are overachievers are, are really perfectionists. I mean, they, they're obsessed with it. They want to make it happen. Another thing is that they know how to inspire. And think about that for a second. See, they, they, they understand very clearly that it's much easier to achieve goals through collaboration and delegation. So therefore, they know how to inspire, they know how to encourage, and they know how to persuade and motivate people that are around them to help them accomplish whatever it is they're trying to accomplish. You can't do it by yourself. So if you want to take it up a notch and you want to be an overachiever, we've got to understand you need other people that can help you, but you've got to learn how to inspire them uh, to be able to do that. Another thing about these that have that ability to take it up a notch and, and, and I call overachievers, they, they set clear goals. Now, make sure we, we understand that. Overachiever means they know how to achieve goals because they are an overachiever. Now, that's kind of hard to do if your goals are vague. That's hard to do if your goals are unclear. That's kind of hard to do if your goals lack a specific deadline. So if you want to be an overachiever, you want to take it up a notch, set clear goals, set clear deadlines and surpass that. Another thing that uh, I think when you start looking at them and you're trying to picture, you know, what they do differently is, you know, they, they're, they're, they're very well organized. You know, and I had to learn this because I was not always the most organized person in the world. But but I learned that 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 people that really make stuff happen, people that that consistently overachieve, people that consistently take things to a different level and can take it up a notch. They're very well organized because that organization helps them to understand and have a good picture of what needs to be done. And when it needs to be done, and therefore they've got specific things that they can focus on to make all of those things happen around them. You know, these these type of people, they also uh, they, they try to avoid failure at all cost. We're talking about people that take it up a notch. We're talking about people that are overachievers. We're talking about people that we're talking about the GSD people that just get stuff done. They try to avoid failure at all cost. Matter of fact, many of them are, are sometimes motivated by the fear of failure. You know, some people have asked me in the past, you know, well, you know, how have you been able to do uh, certain different things? And the reality of it is, it's the fear of failure. 
Yeah, I mean, but but that's that's what you'll find in many overachievers and and many of people that are, uh, have that mindset that they're they're motivated by the fear of failure. Matter of fact, this thing might even cause them to even stay even in an unhappy marriage because they hate failure. And guess what? Failure is failure, no matter how you look at it. So therefore, sometimes they just sit there and say, I'm just going to stay in it because that's just how they're wired. They're different than other people. Uh, but I want you to have that good picture of them. Another thing about them is they love awards. We're talking about people that are overachievers and, 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 and take it up a notch. They love awards. You know, many Many people that fall into this category, uh, category they kind of gravitate towards uh, commission-based jobs because they they like that. That that gets the blood flowing. And you know, when, when before I left corporate America, you know, I used to manage a financial advising firm and uh, deal with a lot of uh, my managers and financial advisors. But what we used to do is we, we used to have a little saying going around there because we wanted to we wanted to recruit people that that loves incentives, that love to get awards. And I would buy trophies and plaques and all kind of different things to give out because they're driven by this. We used to have a little saying in the office that, you know, there are two types of lions out there in life. There are those that uh, you go and pay to see at the zoo, and then there are those that are in the wild. And we say the difference between the two is those at the zoo sit there and they wait on the zookeepers to come and feed them versus those in the wild have to go out there and find their food. We said, you know, those those who have a normal job that 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 own a steady paycheck, they 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 don't work as hard as those on commission base because they know well, I'm gonna get paid every two weeks, no matter what I do, it's not gonna go up, it's not gonna go down, it's pretty much gonna stay the same. But we would say we're wild lions. We've got to go hunt and kill what we eat. So therefore, uh, we we had a different mindset than a lot of other people. So again, the, the, these overachievers and those that uh, take it up a notch and, and GSD are, are, are people that love awards. They're motivated by incentives. So when you said and you look at yourself, if this is how you are, then you're on your way there. You know, people that take it up a notch and really are overachievers in life. The GSD people they don't understand the concept of work hours. <laughs> no, they don't understand that. It's kind of like, I mean, you hear them say all the time, oh, honey, I have to work late again. They don't understand that. I was I was sitting talking with my parents last night, and, uh, and my mother was just going down to bed. I was talking to my father, and then all of a sudden I got an a email, and I looked at it, and man, just based on the email, I found myself up another three hours up until the wee hours of the morning because I had to deal with something that needs to get done. But but that's how uh, people are. When you talk about taking it up a notch, when you're talking about being an overachiever, when you when you are a GSD, you, you can't be worried about normal work hours because the bottom line is you're wired to get stuff done. I hope you guys are with me, Fundaman. Um, another thing I like about 
these overachievers and 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 people that kind of fall into this category. And this is something that most people don't realize. But they rest. Oh yeah. They get rest just like everybody else out there gets rest. In fact, they actually get more rest than the average person. You know, they they might look like they're workaholics, but they know how to disconnect. They know how to rest. It's just that their rest time is is what it is. They don't waste it. It's rest time. You know, you got to be able to go to bed. And, I, you know, I've always been a night person from the men and, and really struggled in this particular area. I struggled going to bed at night and still fight it a little bit. But, but one thing that I've learned is that you've got to be able to shut down and get the rest because our body, it's, 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 it's like a machine. And you got to recharge the battery and you've got to feed it right and do everything necessary right so that this thing can perform to its maximum efficiency. You know, so when you start thinking about overachievers, when you start thinking about those who uh, take it up a notch in life, when you start talking about those who are, are GSD, GSDs and get things done, get stuff done, these are people you got to learn how to incorporate that rest uh, in there as well. You know, uh, overachievers and people that take it up a notch, they they, they learn to keep score. You know, how, how do you know if you're winning if you don't keep score? How do you know if you have success if you don't keep score? You know, I used to do this thing with some of my advisors. I say, you know, you, you know, you, you, you've got to keep score and, and ask yourself, what's a good day? What's a work day? How, how do you grade yourself on? I'm not asking you how many hours did you put in at the office? That does not necessarily mean that you put forth the right effort and had a good work day. Cause there's a lot of people that spend time at the office and they drink coffee. I mean, when I first became into the financial services industry as a financial advisor, you know, I'm a competitive type guy. And I remember I went to my manager and I said, I, my, my first year, he, he said, what's your goals? I said, I want to be one of your top five advisors in your firm. And he's like, man, well, I got 70 advisors. I said, yeah, I want to be one of the top five. And he put me in this. He gave me this little assignment. He wrote down five names on a piece of paper. And he said, Carl, what I want you to do, you want to be one of the top five? He said, I want you to go out there and go get these five guys and bring them back to my office. And I said, okay. So I, I was fairly new there and didn't know where everybody sat. So I went to the, the admin and I said, hey, I got this list of five guys. Can you tell me where they sat? And she kind of pointed me in the right direction uh, based on the office map. And and I went to get them. I went by each one of them. And I said, hey, Mark uh, asked me to come get you and, and bring you to his office. And they thought, oh, OK. And I went to the second one, said the same thing. Mark asked me to come get you and bring me to bring you to his office. OK. And I went to the third one, the same exact thing, went to the fourth one, same exact thing and so on. And then when we got to Mark's office and I walked in with all five of them, he turned around and looked at him. He said, hey, gentlemen, uh, 
I'm sorry about that. I don't mean to waste your time, but but I, I got what I'm looking for. I found what I'm looking for. Just go ahead and go back to your office. I apologize for that. And I looked at him and thought he was crazy. I'm like, come on, man. You just had me go through this exercise and then you send them away? So I was completely lost. And then he handed me another list with five more names on there. And he said, go get these five for me and bring them to my office. And I looked at him, I said, am I on another goose chase? And he just said, Carl, you want to be the best? I said, yes. You want to be an overachiever? I said, yes. You want to take it up a notch? I said, yes. He said, go get these five people for me. So I went back out there, not as enthusiastic as I had been the last time, but I just said, all right, I'm going to follow instructions. You know, you got to be coachable. So I went through and I found out where they sat and I went to those particular offices and I you know, asked them, uh, asked their admins for them. And something happened. I went to the first one. He wasn't there. So I said, hmm. I went to the second one. Couldn't find him. I was like, man, these jokers work. I went to the third one. Couldn't find him. Went to the fourth one. Couldn't find him. Fifth one. Same thing. Couldn't find him. So I went back to my boss's office. I said, Mark, man, I mean, I, I went to all these guys, but they, they weren't there, man. They were nowhere to be found. And he said, come on in and sit down. Close the door behind you. And we did. And he said, what did you learn? And I said, man, I haven't learned nothing. You know, I'm saying like I've been wasting time for the last few minutes. He said, well, let me show you the list of my advisors. So he pulled out the whole list of all 70 advisors. And the first group of five that he gave me were 65 through 70 on the ranking sheet. And the last group of advisors he gave me were the top five. And his point was, is the bottom five are always available. They are always in the office sitting around drinking coffee. They had breakfast in the cafeteria every morning before work. They're on their breaks. They have, they're not going to miss lunch. It's already scheduled every day at the same time. He said, but the top five, these are the, the, the people that make stuff happen. These are the get the GSD, get stuff done individuals. These are the ones that were trying to make a million dollars a year. These are the ones that were literally making stuff happen. These were the overachievers. And they didn't have time to sit around the office and drink coffee. They were busy. They didn't have time to sit around and go to the cafeteria and waste an hour at lunch. No, they had to grab something on the go. Matter of fact, a lot of those guys brought lunch from home because they were too busy to stop and eat, but they had to eat on the run. So what I'm trying to tell you, fundamental, is that you know overachievers look differently. They keep score. Heck, overachievers, not only do they keep score, yet yeah, they even keep score in their relationship. <laughs> I'm telling you, we're talking about people that get stuff done. They may not write it down, but they keep track with who's doing what to contribute to the relationship. They, they're wired differently than the average person. But we need to take it up a notch. Let me give you one more right quick. Overachievers, those that 
have mastered that ability to take it up a notch in life. Those that don't come up with all kind of excuses that everybody else does and, and simply get stuff done, they continuously educate themselves. Listen to me now. Fundament, they surround themselves with bright people. They listen and get mentoring. And that's why I appreciate you all on this call, uh, this program, this podcast, and listen, because that tells me something about you. They listen and they get mentoring. Despite the fact that they want to excel at everything that they set their minds to do, they're very humble enough to admit that to get to the top of their game that they need help. And they're always willing to pay for someone to push them. They're always willing to pay for someone to coach them. They're always willing to pay for someone to guide them. You know, we were, my, my dad and I were talking uh, before the program and we were talking about this a little bit and we, talk, and we were talking about great people that accomplish great things. And, and that's one of the things that I, I, I was sharing with him. I said, you think about the great athletes out there. You know, LeBron James is playing at a high level, but he has a personal coach in addition to what the Cleveland Cavaliers provide for him. You know, Steph Curry is, is, is they're saying he's potentially one of the, the greatest shooter to ever play or definitely in the conversation as one of the greatest shooters uh, that have ever played the game of basketball. But, you know, his head coach is Steve Kerr. But he has a personal trainer on the side who pushes him and takes him through a lot of different drills and, and things because he's trying to perfect everything that he can do. So one thing I, I've learned is they say that old, situ that old saying is that uh, amateurs practice until they get it right. Professionals practice until they can't get it wrong. Let me put that in fundamental terms. Overachievers, those of us that take it up a notch, those that are GSD, get stuff done type people, they practice not till they get it right, but they practice to such a level that they can't get it wrong. And that's what we're trying to challenge you to do, Fundament, because that's what it's all about. Hey, look here, it's time for us to take another break. So we'll be right back in just a moment. And when we come back, we'll deal with the man down section of our program before we close out. Again, this is Carl Bobo on the Empowerment Channel of Voice America, our fundamentals. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking all the stars, life is bigger than it seems. Get inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour. Star Style Be the Star You Are with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life changing talk radio. Visit starstyleradio.com. Oh, 
is Fundamentals with Carl Bobo. To connect with our show, please send an email to carl at choose2embracelife.com. That's K-A-R-L at choose, the number two, embracelife.com. Now, let's get back to Fundamentals. All right, Fundaman, Fundaman, welcome back. Yes, welcome back. Uh, appreciate your time and patience with me as we uh, dealt with those first uh, two uh, sections of our radio broadcast. Now, today, right now, we're getting ready to go into what is called Man Down. For those of you that uh, are new to us, basically, Man Down is a very simple uh, phrase that we use, but we, we came up with this idea uh, kind of from a military or police uh, uh, understanding where, you know, when there's an officer down or there's a soldier down or even on an athletic field when there's a, a person down, what happens? They need somebody to help get them back up again. And that's what our show is about. It's about not only being a form uh, for men, but it's also one of support. And we also recognize that, you know, in some of the topics that we deal with, that we address, that you have different uh, people that are listening to the broadcast that are at different levels and different stages in life. Some people are doing very well and extremely well. Some people are in the middle, but then there are some people that are, are just down. They, 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 they're beat down because the circumstances of life have just weighed so much on them that they, they hear uh, some positive things that they want to do, but they just don't know how to do it and they need a little help. So in our man down uh, section, what we like to do is try to give you some uh, encouraging, but at the same time, some constructive things that you can do to kind of change some things around in your life so that you're not man down, but that you become man up. Is that all right? So, so here uh, we've been talking about basically uh, how to take it up a notch and I'm trying to challenge you to uh, be an overachiever. But how do you go from being a lifetime underachiever? Think about that, to an overachiever. How do you do that? How do you go from being a lifetime underachiever to an overachiever? And that's a good question. These are actually two totally different conditions that are experienced by millions of people all across the globe. I mean, we see it everywhere. You, you see it in sports. It's, it's pretty obvious. You'll see somebody and you say, this person's an underachiever. But versus you'll see somebody else, you say, that person is an overachiever. You see it at work. People who are underachievers, underperforming. But then you also see the opposite on the job, those that are overachievers and that are doing more than they're, they're asked to do. You see it in the academic world, people that are underachievers and just not making it happen versus those who are overachievers. And they not, not, not only are they, they, they don't just simply have a 4.0 a 4 GPA, but, but they even try to go beyond that with the pluses. And those of us... Uh, on this radio program that 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 have children, you've seen that happening with your children. Sometimes you have children that are just underachievers. 
Uh, and then you have the opposite. You've got uh, some other children who are overachievers. Yeah. So this again, this is something that is, is normal, something that is in all aspects of the world, but it's actually two different uh, conditions. But millions and millions of people all across the globe uh, are dealing with this. Now, overachieving is simply performing better than normal. And underachieving is the opposite. It's performing below potential. Now, what I want you to understand, Fundament, is transforming is actually relatively easy. In this particular situation, to go from being an underachiever to an overachiever, that's actually easy. And we're going to, I'm going to give you some things to do to help you do that real quick. But before I give that to you, what I, before I give you that transformation formula, we need to first identify real quickly if you are an actual underachiever. So here, here, let me ask you a few things to think about. When you're asked to try something new, do you shy away from new challenges or change? Do you shy away from it? If you do, you're probably an underachiever. That's, that's a sign of an underachiever. Let me give you something else to think about. When someone criticizes your work, do you feel offended and have difficulty moving forward until you've kind of cooled off a little bit? If this is you, you're probably an underachiever. Because see, an overachiever is the complete opposite. You know, it doesn't matter if you criticize it or not. They, they, they buzz saws. It doesn't matter. They take that in one ear and move on. They take it, take the constructive criticism, and they say, they move on. Let's go. Let's go. These are people that GSD get stuff done. Here's another one. When you have an idea but sit on it for a long period of time waiting for the perfect time, guess what, Fundament? You're probably an underachiever. <laughs> because, you know, here's the relativity. There's no such thing as a perfect time. You know, the perfect time is now, not tomorrow. Why not now? Because see here, fundamentally, what I've learned to, to appreciate is that we, you know, tomorrow's not promised for us. The only thing that I actually have right now is this second, is this moment. So don't 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 sit on that. Here's another one: when you plan your days, but don't like structure, and must plan your free time as well, you're probably an underachiever. Let me give you one more. When you finish a project early and celebrate by watching TV or finding another distraction, you're probably an underachiever. So I wanted to show you because I want to make, if, if, if this impacts you at all those things I just said, then you're probably an underachiever. Now, if you are an underachiever, 
How can you go from being an underachiever to an overachiever? I'm going to give you four points, four easy things to do. If you do this before we close out, then you're good, then you're good to go. So I'm going to give you this real quick before we finish our program. First thing I want you to do is number one, challenge yourself. Listen, challenge yourself. Now, understand challenges come from within. Therefore, the best way to make a transformation is from the inside out. How do we do this? I call this the renewing of your mind. You've got to reprogram yourself. You've got to reprogram your mind because you've been a, a lifetime underachiever. So you've got to help reprogram or renew your mind. So how do you do it? Create small challenges and couple them with small celebrations. It's very simple. Small challenges, celebrate. Small challenge, celebrate. Small challenge, celebrate. Small challenge, celebrate. This is reprogramming your mind. Number two, make a list of all the things that you would like to change about yourself. And if you can't be honest with yourself, even ask for some help on this one. Because see, the reality of it is no one is perfect. But uh, we're all facing the things that you, you know, but, but we face different challenges in life. But, but you got to learn how to face things that you're not good at and change them. This is a trait of overachievers have. So, so what you got to do is make a list one by one and start chopping them down. The things that you don't like about yourself that you want to change, make a list one by one, start chopping them down. But the key is you got to list them and remember that change is from the inside out. Number three, read. Simple as that. There's thousands of success stories everywhere. It's on the internet. You can get stuff at the library that will inspire you from those people who have overcome handicaps and hardships and all kinds of things, substance abuse, mental illness, read and get inspired. And then the last thing I wanna share with you is set attainable goals. Accomplish them and set higher ones. So here's the formula again, set, accomplish and set higher. And you will be immediately begin to see changes happening in your life and you will be amazed at what what even what others will notice even about you hey look here our time is up on this day and it's amazing how, how fast time flies but i've enjoyed our time together and i say to everybody man up and man out this is carl bobo and you've been listening to fundamentals on the empowerment channel of voice america we'll see you next week Thanks for listening this week to Fundamentals. Please join your host, Carl Bobo, again next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an awesome week.